0: If we, were, if we were to analyze Yisrael, if we would analyze the two lands, the land called Mitzrayim and Eretz Yisrael, there's, an, there's, a, there's a fascinating mitzius that Mitzrayim has the Nile. And the Nile is, makes it that there's always water available. There's plenty of water. The Torah calls it a Yerik, Mitzrayim. It's a place of tremendous vegetation. And there's a certain comfort and confidence and stability and reliability that exists in Egypt. And that's the land called Mitzrayim. In Eretz Yisrael is a land, it strikes anybody who studied in Eretz Yisrael. We have guys here who learned in Eretz Yisrael. It's like striking how excited the whole sugy of rain becomes so relevant. You're not used to it when you live in America. In America, like there's a rainy it's raining today. You have some like from me who says, Isn't it a beautiful day? But in the gas, in the streets, in the typical just the way we live, if you turn on 880, it's an ugly day today. It's rainy and ugly today. Good. And some from me gives a schmooze. You could hear from a things. I'm talking about what exists in the streets. And what exists in the streets. Is rain? Is at best it canceled our sports? The Mets are rained out. The Yankees are rained out. Shucks, that's what that's where rain is, and it's a country. If we're one, and then you got Eretz Yisrael. If you got Eretz Yisrael, your taxi drivers like is avir They're talking about the sweet air after a rainstorm, but normal people. You're not, it's not a fromy shmoo. It's like everybody's busy with... Ezegeshem. They're like excited by rain. It's in the culture of the land... They're craving for rain, they need rain. It's a sugya in the from and the community that's not yet from, that's on the way to being from. Rain is exciting, rain is positive, rain is a need, and society lives. They do not have enough water in Eretz Yisrael. The water bodies are not enough to sustain the country. And then it's a suya of rain. Did it rain enough, not rain enough, the snows, did they melt? Did it rain in the right seasons? It's a whole suya. And we live in a country where it's not a sugya at all, it's not discussed, except by Ephraim, there's haloy there's something, it's striking to anybody who goes to learn in Eretz Yisrael, the busyness with rain, it like jumps off the page as part of the culture that they're excited by rain. And when you see the two countries, you have Mitzrayim that has the Nile and there's no sugya of rain. Of the unknown, is it going to rain? The friction of a shortage of water—that's Eretz Mitzrayim, and glorious Eretz Yisroel. The Eretz Zavas Vash, is incredible. As like Sech said, it's not missing Eretz Yisroel, the ideal. Remember, Mitzrayim is Galus, Mitzrayim is trapped land, and it's very interesting that the land of stuck and the land of limitation has all the water they need, and it's not a suya, the uncertainty of terrain or not terrain. And then the dream land that we come to Eretz Yisrael is a big sugya, is it going to rain, is it not? It's a world of anxiety, the anxiousness. This year they, they added in Eretz Yisrael, they added the prayers they added the prayers this year and were davening hard for rain. There was a serious shortage, Mamish, this year. When we had come to Eretz Yisrael, when I had come with some of the chevri here, when we came to Israel Yisrael together, it was like being spoken of. Baruch Hashem, there was a nice amount of rain. It was interesting. I'll tell you how much it is that my friend, Rev. Fisher, was like, oh, you brought the rain. Yaakov, it's funny. In America, if somebody told you you brought the rain, you're insulted. So <laughs> guys, you bring the rain, you're like, <laughs> let's be honest, in America, you bring the rain, you're like a gloomy guy, Aaron Swerf Fisher said, "I, you come, it always rains when you come, I was like, well, I'm so sorry, I, I come from America, like the, that rains out the Mets, and our attitude is, is like, oh, I'm really, I'm really apologize. and he was like, hey, you mamish, you come with rain, but that's society... And people around him, the Eretz Yisrael, because they, you bring, your mamish bring the rain. <laughs> in America, probably it brought out this difference. I don't know his point, but I want to say that just in a real sense, It has to be noticed. We live in a country much more similar to Mitzrayim where I suspect the water bodies, there's a lot, a lot of water and it's less of a soggy. Everybody needs rain everywhere in the world. But um, Mitzrayim, I imagine, has a tremendous need for rain as well. But the Nile is a certain sense of security that I imagine and I'm sure it could dry up, but it's a sense of security that the Mitzrayim live with. We are in such a culture, the sugya and the anxiety, and anxiousness of rain is less leaned upon. We have denial. And come to Eretz Yisrael, a place of this anxiety. Now, to all of us, it's obvious that we want to live with, our, with Hashem. And it's obvious that Eretz Yisrael has that Madregu, we say, levrach, and we live closer. Many of us have heard much on this topic. I really, I don't want to talk specifically about the specifics as much as to express that the land of Stuck Mitzrayim, is devoid in a certain sense of that friction, and the land we crave for contains this friction to rain or not to rain. Will it rain? Will we succeed? Will all our dreams of all the, all the work of the farmer that does all the work, but the uncertainty of rain and not. And I want to I wanna say, say as follows. I want to speak about a scenario that I have seen for years I want to talk about Yisrael, I've watched a scenario for years. I've watched many versions of this. I want to share this with you. I think it could matter for, our, for mine and your life a lot. I've watched scenarios for years of guys leaving some event, some exciting event. It could, be, it could be a game show like was in Yeshiva last night. It could be an Einig Shabbos. It could be a beautiful Einig and a guy, I've watched this for years. A guy tells me I'm leaving. I'm too tired. In the middle, and a guy who was like engaged and enjoying, very apparently enjoying. And I'm going back to the dorm. I'm just too tired. Okay, it happens. People get tired. It's a Friday night. A beautiful Einik that he's like involved in, and he books to the he books to his dorm. And I have seen this dozens and dozens and dozens, perhaps hundreds of times. Later on, the guy tells me in his dorm he got drunk. He went back to go to sleep. He's not a liar. He, got, he, was, he, he left, to, I think he was just too tired. That night, the guy gets drunk or any other type of addiction that the guy ends up doing that night. And he left because he, he was tired. And the next step, he's in his dorm... Drinking when he didn't want to drink. On a weekday night, observing and looking at things he didn't want to look at. And this is like a common thing. He left because he was tired. He left, I just, now nah, I'm too, too tired. Then he's up hours later. It's always confusing. At whole so Guys have reported back such things. You left because you were tired. The next thing, he's in his dorm for hours and ultimately giving in to a behavior he didn't want to do. And what I'm more and more convinced in slow time of what's happening is all of addiction is running away from feelings. And what happened was he was sitting at some event. that might be very exciting, but at an event like last night, a let's make a deal sounds so innocent, the amount of stress that that exists in the room it really did an incredible job. Geschmack yeah. and night. <laughs> If we're honest, the pnimius of the event, the Chitsoinius of the event is an exciting night of prizes and costumes and fun. The pnimius, there's a story going on within the event. I promise you there are many guys who didn't come say, ah, I'm not so into it. I'm not excited. Or many guys who walk out, guys told me I dressed up, I was too hot in my costume. He was way too hot, he was sweating in his costume. Because there's an under the pneumius of the event is tremendous, tremendous inner anxiety. Will I be picked? Am I ever picked? Am I picked for the good prize? The other guy's picked. Even, even jumping around, geschmack. Should I be geschmack? Should I not be geschmack? Should I show I want it, not show? If I am called up, do I look smooth over there? Inside our inner world, there's tons of stuff going on, real, real stuff, the world's inside. To people who are trained to run away from friction, to the world inside, to a Lebedic, exciting world inside, a pneumistic world, and somebody's trained, just find himself back in the I'm tired, I'm too tired. He is tired, by the way, and he feels tired. The sensation of a lot going on inside, especially when you tune out that world, you get tired. When I deal with emotion, I find myself tired. I'm, the emotion, I'm very tired, I'm not tired. There's emotion and the detachment somehow, it expresses exhaustion. Because there's something I don't want to touch and you feel tired, you get exhausted. Your exhaustion is often an expression of detachment from an inner world that comes out as tired. I have watched this hundreds of times, guys leaving an EINIG to go to sleep. Then Pumpti's up late and ends up doing behaviors he didn't want to do. The very leaving of the Einig where there were different feelings that were existing there. any Einig has that. All different feelings. Am I part? Not? Where do I sit? Am I with it? Am I trying too hard? All different types of exciting inner things. A rich inner life. The running away from it is the same thing as the then behaviors that happened later that night. Later that night he looks, he drinks, he does things he didn't want to do. Weiter, the leaving was a flight behavior and then it just extends all the <laughs> way to the flight. He's already in the flight behavior zone. And what I just want to say is there's a tremendous beauty to the inner friction. Tremendous beauty. Mm-hmm. To feel it, to being present in your inner story. Eretz throws a gorgeous land because there's inner friction. Mitzrayim is the land that doesn't have it as the Nile, everything's comfortable and safe. And Eretz Yisrael is the land that you're unsure that everybody's hacking, is it gonna rain or not? They're very defining two countries, the friction that's so part of life, the beauty and glory, this is a world of Nisayan. this is a world that is alive of, of feeling and conflict and uncertainty. And the beautiful forward motion that exists from responding to the friction to figuring out the person who embraces, who's present through all the inner struggle, is very, very present in it and processes in it and talks to himself. And The guy who's present, to go to a chasna, let's all be honest. I went to a chasna of a very close friend two nights ago. Beautiful wedding. I was very excited, Mitzad and I had all different emotions flowing. My dad's there, and I want to be Mechabed, my father. Old friend I hadn't seen, I made his shidduch. It was the first shidduch I ever made in my life. Close to 30 years ago. He's there. I haven't seen him in close to 30 years. And friction, I want to talk to my father. Keep it out. I want to say hello to this person. I want to that. What am I supposed to do? People pleasing. All different friction. That when you're present to friction, you make decisions, you resolve, you figure out beautiful, beautiful inner friction that when you're present to, you become you, you develop into you, you respond, you work through, and you become something. Your development, it turns into faith and prayer and all different beautiful things that a world of friction. If you want to know the world of Mitzrayim and the world of Eretz Yisrael, Mitzrayim is the safety of the Nile, is the security in the Nile.
1: Hmm.
0: That's Mitzrayim, the land of stuck has a Nile. I'm always, I'm safe, and the land of Eretz Yisrael is a land. Whenever you go to anybody who's been to Eretz Yisrael experiences this excitement of re- terrain rain on that, it's so crazy, something out of my control, and a, a world of uncertainty, a world of prayer, a world of conversation and hope, and they're davening again, when you're an American there, you can't believe they're, da- they're praying again here, and the country's busy, and the, the, you almost, now you become cynical, you're like confused by it. And that's the land of Eretz Yisrael, it's alive, it's a place of chaos, that there's, that there's a world of things happening, struggle and figuring out Eretz Yisrael's be B'Yisurim. Eretz Yisrael acquired, it sounds so negative, good things, be B'Yisurim. We want it to be Eretz Yisrael, of Abba and Torah, all be B'Yisurim. They're all acquired by this life force of friction, of uncertainty, of struggle inside. Of, um, all of that produces tremendous chaos, an energy, a live friction that's beautiful and real. I picture the two guys, the guy who walks back to his dorm. Rev. Hirsch describes this. There's, it's one of my favorite pieces of Rev. Hirsch. Rev. Hirsch describes the two goats. That look exactly alike. His yard sites tonight. Wow, amazing, amazing! I didn't plan on Saying everything's hashgacha. The two, the two goats. Rev Hirsch has a letter describing the two goats that are exactly identical, and one goes out to the midbar, and one goes into the kodesh, and he describes the in the kodesh the zrikas dam the shechita. And he describes like the other one, like chooses, like watches from afar, the lifetime of backing off, of going to the Midbar, the freedom of the Midbar. He describes the two lives, literally, I believe, trying to give over this sense of the guy who leaves the friction, who leaves the Einig, who leaves the, that, that event that night. This, it's so cool the guy who sits in here through it and is present with his different feelings. To me, it's worth it to dress up for let's make a deal. It's worth it for the inner world that you sit with and sit in and figure out and notice and develop from that and come to terms with so many beautiful things in that struggle. And I picture the guy who's too hot and too tired and back in the dorm. And then shockingly that night he does what he hasn't done in years and like in months and weeks It was the same move of backing away. Your brain went to that mode of Mitzrayim, of not feeling, of trap, of course. Your brain went to that mode. And the next step, the brain does what it does in Mitzrayim. And the brain calls for the the things of Egypt that allow such an existence of of killing an inner friction, of killing a sense of the, the, the vibrancy of life. I asked David to come. There's a beautiful song, a couple of guys made up. If anybody listens to the music of the yeshiva, it's full of the, the voices that we begin to have. There's a song about jealousy. I love this song because I, I, think, I think this song reflects a world where people are... If you stay in at, at Let's Make a Deal, this is the song you would compose. If you go to your dorm, you'll never compose this song, Never. The friction of feeling he's winning, I didn't, he got better, I got potato chips. It's wonderful to experience that and you become, you develop. Please, David, do you have a guitar here?
1: I think doesn't have a
0: guitar. We're getting a guitar for this one. If there's friction, a the guitar laden coming. We're... There's one here, there's one here. David has one. Come, come, we want to play you a song. Come, 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 come. I'm Welcome.
1: Welcome. Welcome. Welcome.
0: Even even the pace of this song. I feel like this song has brilliance to it. Their guys here are much better musical if they if they feel this ice sense in the song, it mm-hmm. speeds up by the worry. He has this, he has that and it slows down by the processing. You'll hear the song. I think the song it sounds like the experience of these emotions. I want you to hear the song. Thank you, Davidal. <laughs> Are you tuning? Mm-hmm. He's gonna sing with you? No. Just. Mm. <laughs> I want to, I, I'll tell you, while waiting for David, I think the guys here will appreciate this. For many years, when a guy missed an event and drank, I would eat my heart out. I'd say, like, Memele, you bored and you drank. We had something you could have been at. That was an Einig. That was a, let's make... Like, why'd you drink? Like, why were you busy with behaviors then? And for years, I thought it was like two dinim. Echad he missed... And second, like he drank and yet another, the missing and the drinking was the same Sugya. He drinks after he misses, means he can't sit in inner feelings, and th- that means you drink. That's the same thing. Missing that event and drinking weren't two stories that happened that night. He missed the event, he left, he was tired. The guy leaves in Einig was tired and drinks. He was tired, there was emotions that were difficult. It's difficult to sit in Einig. It's uncomfortable, there's uncertainty. Where do I sit? Am I looking cool? It's not two sugyas. It's not two sugyas. He missed Einig and then like, shucks, it's the same sugyas. He he left Einig means that he, he books out on an inner world. There's an inner journey going on that could be rich and meaningful and when we're present our inner things, We have very rich responses and figure out much and discover and we we do things with it. It turns into much. We add prayers based on an inner world that Mitzrayim will never have and never be privy to the safe place called Egypt, the stuck place called Egypt. Hit it, David. Let's do it.
1: in front Oops. Yeah. It's just so hard to tell. There's so much going on. got stop judging me for me. Look around at all the bad scenes. Laughing in
0: It's rich to feel. It's so rich to feel. What? You got
1: to work on that chant.
0: What a song. Shlomo and David kapo Where is Shlomo? Thank you, Shlomo. Awesome. <laughs> Bensi, do you have your guitar here? Could you come over and do your song one more time?
1: Oh, boy.
0: Thank you, David. That was awesome. So that was nice. That's one you played yes, the day. Which one, the
2: one I just showed you today?
0: The first one, the first one. The one you had done before already.
2: Okay. Stay. Uh-huh. Stay by the rest of it.
0: What do you say, are you? Right, you
1: gotta do a fine round. What do you want?
0: He's prolific right now. Songs are flowing.
1: Yeah,
0: mm. hmm? mm. take it away, man. Chazal, Chazal many times will point out Lamashal by Kairach. Chazal will point out by Kairach that Kairach had Kenna. Kairach had a jealousy of Mesh Rabbeinu. And he was jealous that his who was picked for different positions of Surrah and felt that him and his family were next in line for positions of Surra of leadership. And Chazal described Kairach's jealousy. If Kairach grappled with that jealousy, Chazal call him a Russia because he ignored a voice of friction inside. If Kairach grapples with that jealousy, Kairach becomes the Rebbe of all of Klaus Yisrael. Mm-hmm. Kairach's mission was to teach Klaus Yisrael. Ein adam by grappling with a friction of he got the position, I thought my family was supposed to get the position, and by grappling with that feeling, Kairach would naturally come. He'd be the Rebbe that was supposed to be his Rebbe. His jealousy of, of jealousy that was meant to put that he should put in his body. <speaking> in <Hebrew> A guy feels jealous of his friend. He has two options. He has an option not to feel and not to be in touch and not to learn a sugya that Hashem wants him to learn. He's skipping a sugya. And he could choose to disengage. That's a world of Mitzrayim, to disengage. You have the safety of the Nile. We all have our things to turn to, to be safe. And we could turn away. We're good at not experiencing the feeling of jealousy. Somebody feels jealous and they disengage. They pretend not to feel. They ignore that inner world that exists inside of them. And then their behaviors are completely dominated by a feeling they chose not to engage with. Instead, they get involved and they feel a sugya. They engage in a sugya. I want to tell you something interesting. When I was a youngster, I was taught something that I'm that I'm upset. As a youngster, I didn't understand the whole thing. The big balei musser would would say psukim. Let's say they were feeling jealous. So big balei musser for like hours straight. I know stories. It's in Tenua Musser, It's documented. There were balei musu for like three hours or ten hours. Would say pesukim hours. Their document hours where they'd say over. Let's say a maimer chazal. And they would say, that's a chazal in English that means, what you get is irrelevant to what I get. I'm not relevant to what you get, not a hair's breadth. Hashem gives me exactly what I should have, and gives you exactly what you should have. And what you have doesn't take away from me, and what I have doesn't take away from you. So as a youngster, I would study chazal, I learned about Musr, and they would say, psukim and mamari chazal for hours. So every youngster, this is great, so you say a chazal for hours. I was missing the story. That means they were feeling jealous for hours. I missed it. I didn't understand it as a youngster. If you try to imitate the Baal and you start saying for hours, that garnished help and it doesn't help you at all. You know why? They were saying it from a place of saying, yeah, I feel jealous there's such good energy to that and then they would sit in the jealousy for hours with the bus. A guy says, Rebbe, I'm still jealous. The next, excellent. Why do you want to kick your Rebbe out? When you want to graduate so fast? Sit with the jealousy another day. I'm still jealous. Oh, right, the Rebbe didn't leave yet. Jealousy is a Rebbe of Ein adam How are you going to put it in your fingers, your knees, your toes? That's how you bring it to your body by feeling the friction <laughs> of jealousy. And then you bring, and you learn, and you study, and you develop something very deep inside of yourself when you're willing to engage the Rebbe, called Jealousy. Kairach, whose job was to really teach Klal Yisrael, that al-Nage Ma'ashimuch HaMechavei Re'Kamalei Nima, instead he disengages with jealousy and then behaves, of course, from the jealousy that he's disengaged and ignored. And instead, if he would have felt that world of Pneumias, that inner world of friction and struggle and difficult feelings that he could have lived with and brought in such valuable lessons to his systems, he could have brought in and been a Rebbe to others, when the Baalei Musa would say a Chazal repeatedly, That means they were feeling the insecurities that exist in us all. We all have insecurities. To go to a wedding, of course, and each one of us have our own unique insecurities that are wonderful rebellion and teachers to ideas that we want to put all different types of ideas, that we have the opportunity when we are in that place of that inner friction where we could sit in it and feel it and process it and work through it, we could then bring ourselves to wonderful, wonderful places precisely through that inner friction that we're, that we're willing to feel and to, to, to acknowledge and to, be, and to sit in. So any story of understanding, there's such a chitzonyistic imitation of a Baal Muser saying over a Chazal hours, you could say the Chazal, Ein for ten years straight, and it won't do anything because you're not sitting in the friction that you feel jealousy. If you experience, I'm, yeah, you're not. There's no part of you that's open to a teaching. There's no part of you that's, that's feeling something different, that, that, that's battling. You're not battling with ad You're not struggling with it. You're not engaging in it. You're repeating over words from a place with from not bringing your heart and your insights to the Suggah of ad When you bring your insight to that Suggah, you get places. And many, many other teachings of the Torah and teachings of truth that we have the possibility, when we sit in the friction, that we can bring to ourselves. Bali Musa repeating Psukim over extended periods, for hours at a time and even days at a time, meant that they were willing to express, they would say to themselves, it's obvious to me, they would say, hey, I'm feeling jealous. Why is he repeating such a chazal if he's not, Why is he saying, I, I said that ghazal already? There's still a part of me that feels jealous. Okay. I feel he, I, I imagine they don't share their whole inner workings. When he was saying the chazal, he'd express, hey, I feel very jealous of somebody else. Ah, let, me, let me feel that. Let me exit in that. Ah, that's how you learn Torah, from a to kasha. Then the tyrats in Ah." Ah, they would experience the terits. Then they'd go back to that place. Hey, I still feel there's a part of me that's jealousy. And, I'm not, and they, would, they would grapple with the sugya. Thus, the sugya would enter every part of their being when we're willing to live in that place, in that panemeistic place. And when we disengage from that panemeistic place, the tremendous herban of all that's not learned All that's not studied, all that's not processed. I dare say minus all that inner worry is a place of Mitzrayim, of stuck. Nothing moves forward. There's no advancement in that world. We stay what we always had. You stay in that negative feeling because you're not grappling with the negative feeling. Where there's the security of denial and the certainty of denial and the comfort of denial, all the inner things that you're supposed to process and advance and, and develop from become just completely disengaged. There's something extremely beautiful about going to a wedding and feeling going to difficult social circumstances. Showing up to a let's make a deal. Probably the greatest part of let's make a deal is the anxiety that's in the room. It's probably the best part of the whole thing the fun is incredible that's 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 something for the shah that's good something is important it's the fact that guys won prizes that's tremendous the fact that guys had a good time that's tremendous the chayi oylem, the eternity of it, is that people learned about themselves. Pe- but only somebody who was willing to stay in that, who was willing to sit in that, people changed their lives. They developed midas develop developed self-awareness, they process. There's much sugya learned and developed from sitting in that. Yes. Many songs, that song is produced. A song about jealousy, he won and I didn't. That's wonderful to process that, to sit in that. You make a night just to produce a song. It turns into music. Mm-hmm. It turns into ideas. It turns into values. That's what, that's what becomes. I wanted to share. I wanted to share. I'm chaser, literally just trying to chaser, let's make a deal. I want to thank really for lending his incredible talents <laughs> to it. <laughs> And, and the importance of a such, I thank everybody for joining such a night and such an experience, and the gains lasting much more. The AirPods last till somebody loses one. And all the other stuff lasts for a temporary time. The values that people gain from, from grappling with that which is unsure, from grappling from a world of P'nim, that's eternally effective. Yasha Kayach, Mencha Next Door, Second Seder here.